Welcome to the Is Told by Reese podcast, After Midnight Edition. As always, I'm your host Reese, and I'm very glad you joined us. We're going to go to a few different places today, so let's get started. Funny enough, I just took a 10-minute break from doing the podcast at the very beginning of the podcast because I have a train that runs pretty close to my house in my neighborhood, and you can't really do anything while the train is going because of the loud, loud noise, and I was like, okay, this will be 30 seconds. Okay, this will be a minute. Okay, this will be three minutes. Okay, this will be five minutes. Holy crap, this train lasts forever. This must be the midnight train to Georgia. But, unfortunately, it's over. So now, you get to hear me talk for a few minutes. And speaking of me talking for a few minutes, it's uh, very interesting. It's very, very satisfying to see that some people are actually listening. How do I know? Because some people have left reviews. I see some numbers about the actual listening times or listening numbers. And lo and behold, there are some people listening to this which is really, really exciting to me um, because uh, you make art for art's sake or whatever you call this, but it's always great when people kind of, you find your tribe, you find your people that can, I don't know if they necessarily enjoy your work, but it can at least stomach it and leave some feedback, positive, negative, whatever it is. So having said that, Remember, you can always connect with me via email, name of this podcast, at gmail.com, or you can leave a rating. You can leave a rating. Actually, the word I was looking for was review. You can leave a review, and I will look at it, and I'll read it. And at some point, if I get enough reviews, I'll read them. Nah, I probably won't. I probably won't read them on the thing, but you can find them yourselves, unless that's something you want to. But... Definitely email me because there's some topics I know you want to talk about, you want to discuss, and I would love, love, love to talk about those topics because I think that's the fun part of it. With this thing, podcasting, it's like a radio broadcast, except people can't call into your station, but, well, some some you can, but ultimately, usually you can't call into the station, but I'd love if you call into my station by via email. Messing up words. And it's funny because the reason that I actually try to do a lot of my podcast episodes after midnight is because my neighborhood's very noisy, very loud. People are doing things at all times of the day. So I feel like after midnight is kind of the best time to get in, get some energy going, etc., etc. <laughs> when I don't fall asleep, which is often. I often fall asleep. But also it's because I have this weird or cool or whatever you want to call it type energy that I get after midnight that I feel like I'm being both creative and conscious about what I'm saying, but kind of not. So it's free flow, but it also kind of makes sense in a way together without it being too uniform or rigid, etc., etc. Having said that, let's talk about a few things because that's what we do. We talk about a few things. Well... I talk, you listen. Just kidding. You talk, I listen. See? See how that works? That doesn't make sense. You don't make sense. Anyway, let's start the show. Show already started? Alright, I guess I'll just go from here. So I have a confession to make. I got a couple of parking tickets uh, last month, so to speak. Last month, right? And I could, I had the ability to fight them. At least one of them 
One was for uh, parking meter being expired. The other one was for my tags or my stickers being expired. And I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to fight this as soon as I get home because my meter was not expired. I paid on a little app. It has some time, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm like, I got this. Not to worry. Now, my stickers, they were mad expired, but I have a reason for that. My reason being that even though previously I used my car for my business, when that thing hit, my business was a longer thing. So I didn't keep up with it. I said I had a reason. I didn't say it was a good reason. But my stickers lapsed because I don't drive as often, nearly as often as I used to. So I didn't pay attention to those things because it's not a need. It's not a need for my business anymore. But I still let it lapse, and that is my fault. That is my fault indeed. So, anyway, I had parked in a location that obviously you have to pay the meter, and they really check it. Because not every place in my city do they check the meter like that, but where I was parked, yeah, they check it. And I thought it was clean. Didn't didn't even think about the stickers. Honestly, forgot all about the stickers. Knew I was going the expired uh, meter thing, though, right? So... I come back to my car, I see two tickets on there, and I'm like, well, unfortunately for you, meter person, you are going to lose of this case because I have proof of payment, and et cetera, et cetera. And the stickers, maybe if I make a violent excuse about the thing <laughs> and say I can get them now, maybe they'll throw it out. Maybe they'll throw it out. So... I go home that night and I sit down to my computer to actually start to start disputing the tickets because I have proof of one and the other one. Hey, I have a nice smile. Maybe it'll just let me off with a warning. And as I go to reach for both tickets, I realize, oh, they're in the car. I didn't bring them with me. I didn't bring them in with me at all. So now I'm faced with the choice. Go back outside to the car or dispute the tickets tomorrow. And you know how responsible I am. So I said, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Didn't think about it. Tomorrow came. Also didn't think about it. Next day, you guessed it, didn't think about it. And that's indicative of a lot of things in my life. It's that... If I take care of it right away, it's a lot easier and a lot less messy than it would be if I wait for things to happen or wait till the very last moment to take care of things, et cetera, et cetera. And that's something that plays out my whole, like in almost every aspect of my life, really. And yeah, it's procrastination, but really it's also absent-mindedness slash a lot of different things because legitimately... The tickets are in the car. That's not procrastination. That's just, that's, I could walk out to the car, grab the tickets, come in, do the dispute. But a lot of times I just feel like, oh, I cannot be bothered with this. I can't be bothered with this at all. I just don't have the energy, effort, time, money, etc. Any of those things. And I still don't. But for some reason, I thought, you know what? You've done this in the past. You've done this very same thing in the past. And it's cost you dearly. Here is where I'll tell you a story. About a long time ago. Years and years and years ago, right? 
when I, like my first real job, first real job, got my first car. Oh, she was a beauty. She was a beauty. She's fast. She was strong. And I often let the meter run out on her because tickets didn't cost that much back when I first got my car. They still cost it. They still cost a pretty penny, but not as much as they do now. Or do they? I don't know. Same difference. So anyway, have my car. I work downtown. So I'm a young man, working downtown, nice car, love it. I park, go downtown, park all over the place. And actually, it's pretty expensive to park downtown. So I would not I would try to catch public transportation and, you know, whenever I can. But convenience started to win me over. It's like, yo, I could drive in and drive out and don't have to worry about sitting next to people, smells, people, weird people touching me that I don't want touching me. So for me, it was sacrifice some of your money for convenience, which a lot of times I will definitely take. I will take uh, convenience over money, poverty. So, you know, I work downtown, having a good time. Would often, after work, go out, go out to the bar because it's happy hour or just hang out in the city, especially when it's nice, a nice spring day. Uh, park my car a little bit away so I could walk. So this one time after work, I was hanging with my friends, two of my best friends in the whole wide world. We're still friends to this day. And we were hanging out. Neither of them uh, brought their cars down downtown like I did. Uh, so it was like, you know what? Let's we're going to we're going to roll. We either did a happy hour or some sort of event down there. But either way, you slice it. They didn't have a car. I did. So I was like, yo, let's walk to my car. I'll take you both home and I go home. Right. So we're all walking together to the car, which was a little little ways away. We're having a good time. We're joking. We're kicking it, etc. And as soon as I get to the car, there is without question a boot on my car. That's right. My car now has footwear. And it wasn't going anywhere. It was the bell of the ball, and it was staying right there until it would get towed, which it definitely got towed. And the reason why is one ticket became an unpaid ticket, and then two tickets became two unpaid tickets, and then about three tickets became three unpaid tickets. And the reason why I didn't pay them all at the time is because the prices were so low when I was more focused on this, that, or the other. There's no good reason why the tickets were left unpaid. But was once a small amount for three tickets that were technically either less than $100 or a little bit over $100 would now ended up costing me so much more. Uh, let's see here. After the fees, the boot, the tow, etc., you're now looking at northwards of $500 in fines off of the original $100 in fines. And guess what? <laughs> I'm not connected with anyone. I don't know anybody. I just had to pay it. I just had to pay it. Yeah. Proud moment of mine was having to watch as my friends took pictures of the boot in my car. And to be fair, hey, why not? <laughs> it's funny. And then having to 
get it uh, unbooted because they did tow it. They I had to get it out the impound lot, and that wasn't fun. And I like to say from that moment on, I learned from my mistake. I paid my parking tickets right on time, and I would never let things go past whenever they were supposed to go past. But no, 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 no. I definitely made mistakes like that or just let things go on too long like that from then on. So it's not like it was some sort of, hey, now, from now on, you will be making the right choices with everything forever. But I tell you what, that memory was jogged when I was dealing with this ticket situation. So before I let it go on too long, I grabbed those tickets and I disputed both of them. Now, I didn't pay either right away, but I didn't let them go on too long. And the reason why I didn't pay them right away is because if you dispute it, you get a bit more time. And if you get a bit more time, sometimes they decide to throw them out. Just like, you know what? This person took the effort to dispute it. Maybe there's something behind it. Other times there's not. So here is what happened with those fines. The one with the expired meter. That actually got thrown out. That got ruled as it's it's on the meter parking meter's fault or the parking. The person wrote the ticket incorrectly. Which is, here's the funny caveat. They actually didn't. They super did not. What I did is I put in, I transposed two of the letters or numbers with my license plate. So technically the license plate that I entered for the meter didn't match my car. So they were right on both accounts. But somehow, they threw out the expired meter. They were probably just showing mercy. Now, with the stickers, mm, I didn't win that one. I did lose that battle. Not going to lie to you. And here I sat. Here I sat. Still having to pay that. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll pay that at some point. But I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. I have, I have that money now. It's not that much. Let me just go ahead and pay it. As I'm entering the information into the system, another ticket from a long time ago pops up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I do actually owe that from then. Well, let me pay this small amount and I'll deal with that one later when I have more money for some reason. More money to spend on bills. But then something said, nah, why don't you just, why don't you just pay it now? Why don't you just pay it now? And I was like, well, because I don't have a good reason not to pay it now. I don't have a good reason at all. So I might as well do it. And that's what happened. I ended up paying both tickets. One cost me a fair amount of money. The other one was a small ticket. But at least now, I don't have to worry about riding dirty or anything because... I got my stickers updated, so I'm clean, and paying a decent amount of money now saves me from having to pay a whole lot of money in the future, so I think it's well worth it, so maybe I did learn something, maybe not. Speaking of maybe not, you know I make YouTube videos, I've made YouTube videos for a number of years, and I definitely enjoy it, I enjoy making things for people to enjoy. I've finally come to grips that that's what I want to do with my life as an adult. Here's the deal. I'm a small YouTube channel. 
I don't have a lot of subscribers. The subscribers I do have really rock with me. I really feel like they know me and I know them because we interact a lot. So I'm, I'm happy with the channel I have. Do I wish I had more? Absolutely. Of course. Yes, yes, I do. I wish more people knew about my channel. I wish more people subscribed to my channel. I wish I would get opportunities, etc., etc. YouTube as a platform is now making changes to even the small creators. And what are those changes? Well, if you're not part of their partner program, which I am not because they kicked me out, because you need a certain amount of subscribers, period. You need a certain amount of subscribers to become part of that partner program. So if you're not part of the pro partner program, they don't you can't you can't monetize your videos at all. Um and YouTube usually they they leave your videos alone. They don't slap commercials on them. They don't do any of that stuff. And they don't promote it either. But whatever, right? So YouTube has recently decided to undergo some changes. So the thing is now, if any of us use YouTube, and I'm sure most of us do, uh, the larger creators that run ads, they'll usually have a significant amount of ads on their uh, videos, and which is fine. That That's your decision as a creator. You can do what you want. Now YouTube's like, even if you're not one of those big creators, we can put ads and commercials on your videos without paying you at all until you become a partner. And if you never become a partner, hey, you're still going to have commercials and ads on your videos because we say so. And we will make the money from it and you will not make the money from it. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. And for me, I'm like, well, that's not fair. I don't know about you, but from my YouTube viewing experience, the commercials and advertisements and interruptions really break the immersion of what I'm trying to watch. It's really annoying. I understand it, and I want creators to get paid, and I want them to be happy, etc., etc., but it feels like I'm watching television all over again with all the commercials and ads. And that's what I liked about my channel is that it didn't have any of that. You just watch my videos and be enjoyed and just be immersed and watch them for hours because I have hours and hours of content. Hours of it. You should just go ahead and... Well, maybe you shouldn't. And I wouldn't mind if the YouTube commercials and ads were like they were back in the day where there was the occasional break in immersion. But now, there's several commercials and short videos so that you can't even enjoy it. And they do it at the most inopportune times. And it's like, wow, this really messes up the flow of what I'm trying to watch. And I can no longer sometimes just tune in and just veg out or tune in and tune out. You know what I mean? Like just tune in and zone out, actually. Because at some point in time, you're really hitting that groove, that sweet spot. Bam, advertisement or commercial. So I really like the fact about my channel that, the, that it, since it's small, that I didn't have to have commercials on there period. And I don't have a lot of subscribers, like I said before, but the ones that I do, I feel like kind of connected to them. I feel like they're special, for real. And the fact that they're throwing these things on my work without my approval is kind of a bummer. It's, it's kind of a downer, actually. It's a big downer. Because I'm asking myself, would I watch something with a lot of commercials? And the resounding answer is no. I've, I've found other ways around those commercials or go somewhere else, or watch something on the different platforms at this point, because 
I just don't want to be advertised to time and time and time again. Instead of four commercials in a video, I want one. <laughs> I'll settle for one, actually. I want none, but if I have to, I'd rather have less. And even though I'm a small channel, I've had over 200,000 views, I've had over 4,000 watch hours, and several of my videos have tens of thousands of views. Several of them. So that means they're going to put commercials on those videos which get highly viewed, relatively speaking, backlogged, and they're going to be making money off of that while I'm making nothing. And they don't promote my videos, I'm not part of whatever algorithm there is, because I'm not even the number one search for me. I'm not. I'm like the number three search. So, let me get this straight. You're not going to promote my videos, you're not going to push my videos, but if someone happens to cross my video, you're still going to put ads and commercials on them, and they're going to, you're going to get paid from it, and I'm not. What part of this sounds fair? I know it's their platform, but they don't do anything for me. It's it's literally just a place to put something. So now I'm left with the decision, do I keep making YouTube videos when I know they're going to be monetized, the uh, experience isn't going to be the same, and it's just going to be a drag? Or do I try another platform to have my content on, have my videos on? Or do I just stop the whole thing? Do I stop making YouTube videos? Question mark. I don't want to because I really, really, really enjoy doing them, even though, once again, I'm not getting paid. And I don't think I ever will get paid from them. I, it's not in me, but I enjoy making what I'm making. And if I'm going to keep making it, I need some place to put it. And I'm not creating my own platform. I don't have the brain for that. It's a question I'm asking myself, and at some point I'm going to have to answer. Um, I think the answer is going to be I'm going to continue creating because that's what creators do. But maybe I'll find a different medium in which to produce it. Maybe that's ultimately what I need to be doing anyway. Maybe this is a sign. An excerpt from the great poet Sean Carter. It's like 93, 94, about the year that Big and Mac drop and Illmatic rocked out of every rag drop and the West had it locked. Everybody doing them. I'm still scratching on the block like, damn, I'm going to be a failure. Surrounded by things that I personally can't say I'm surrounded by, but I relate. And partially that is how I am feeling in a way. In a way. Because I see all the time on Netflix or this, that, and the other, new shows or new movies or other things being produced and people I know are making moves and I'm like, hmm, I'm still in the getting somebody, anybody, to try to notice me phase, which is great. But at some point, there's got to be some payoff. And here's the thing. I've been at this for a while. I've been at this for a while and... I still have yet to be discovered. Or I've got to create my own lane in which to get discovered or whatever needs to happen for me to make that leap into discovery. And the fact that I often go undiscovered makes me sometimes question myself. Am I really 
as good or as talented or as smart or bright or as great as I think I am. But then I realize I've never suffered from imposter syndrome. Yeah, I think I am a creative person. I am someone who, if I put my mind, effort, and energy to it, I should be able to succeed. So I'm wondering, why is it that I'm putting my mind, effort, and energy into things and I'm not succeeding? Oh, it takes time. But no, I'm putting time in. Huh. Well, it's just the chaos of the universe. At some point, something may happen. All I can do is keep knocking at that door, hoping that at some point, somebody opens up. And I know, here's the thing I do know. That if the door ever does open up, oh, it is never closing. I'm going to kick that thing open. Like if someone opens it a crack, I'm kicking it down and saying, hey, I am here because I want all of this. For example, a friend of mine uh, is doing a web series, like acting in a web series. And I'm like, that's great. Wait, why isn't he acting in my web series? Oh, that's right, because I haven't completed it. (laughs) haven't completed it oh that's right i haven't even started it it's complete in my head i have not put pen to paper and why because i have all these other things that i'm doing which is part true part fiction part fiction because i have a lot of time what i don't have is the energy And I don't have plenty of time, but I do have some time. And that some time should be used to continue to put myself in the position of succeeding at this thing called life or whatever. This simulation that we call life. Because that's all it is, a simulation. Just kidding. You didn't come here for that conspiracy talk. Ah, you might have actually, because sometimes we do dabble in that. We dibble dabble. So, actually, yeah, let's get to it. Because truly, what would this podcast be without a little bit of weird? At least a little bit of weird. And here in the, I don't know what minute this is, I am delivering it to you. Hope you enjoy. Sometimes, I think the Matrix is glitching out. And we are in the Matrix. And why do I say we're in the Matrix? Because that's the easiest reference I can make that everybody can get. When I'm in my car, sometimes I'll be driving... And behind me, or (laughs) around the corner from me, not around the corner, but like uh, perpendicular to me in my periphery, I will see a car driving, or any car, like, and not the same car every time, but I'll see a random car, and there's no corners, there's no other places to go, and I'll see the car one moment, and then the very next moment, I won't see the car. As if it vanished into thin air. And it's not like they turned into a garage. It's not like they pulled over to the side because there's nowhere to. The cars just disappear. And I'm like, huh, that is interesting. As if it was never there. But you know it was there. You know it absolutely was freaking there. And now it is not. Now, is your mind playing tricks on you? Are your eyes seeing things that aren't there? Yes, yes, that is true. And why? Because there's a breakdown in the simulation that is running. The programming is like, oh, that vehicle is not supposed to be there. Shump, let's make it disappear. And there's other unexplained weirdnesses like that as well, you know. 
you know what I'm talking about. You see something one second, and you look away for a second, and then it's gone. But it's gone so fast that it's like, no, it should still be somewhere. Or you should have at least seen where it went. And all of a sudden, gone. I'm just saying, we're all probably pod people. We're actually all probably plugged up into a pod somewhere with this collective experience, which would be interesting. As far as collective experiences go, I guess there could be worse ones. There could be better ones. But I don't know if there could be more interesting ones than whatever ride that we're all on right now. Speaking of rides, this one is over. Thank you for uh, listening to me. As always, this has been episode 19 of the As Told by Reese podcast, which wasn't its former name, but it is its name now and from now on. Because I'm not doing two name changes. That would be three different names. That would be ridiculous. But uh, it's interesting. I think the first 10 episodes were more like kind of getting to know you. And the next 10 were like getting to know me. And I think from 21 on, it's going to get really interesting. It's going to even kick it up a notch because I'm starting to find the sweet spot. I think. I could be wrong. But I think I am. I'm starting to find that thing, what I like. And I know I can do this. I can keep doing this because I always have thoughts in my head. And thoughts beget other thoughts and et cetera, et cetera. And I have a lot of topics to talk about that I haven't even broached yet. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm very happy to be doing this. Even though it's for a handful of people, but those handful of people seem to be coming back. So I'm excited about that. But what I want to make sure is that no two episodes are alike or similar on purpose. Meaning, I'm not going to go out of my way to make all my episodes different, but I'm also not going to go out of my way to make all my episodes uniform. I'm just going to let it flow, and whatever happens, happens. And I'm probably not done experimenting because there's always an opportunity to get better, to get uh, more clarification, to get deeper to the truth, to get more entertaining, to get funnier. So I'm going to keep honing my craft and hopefully it'll lead to something. But even if it doesn't, it's been really fun and it will continue to be so. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye now.